Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Keeping your office running like a well-oiled power play. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 2.35 in Edmonton. Welcome back again. We're going an extra hour today at uh, 3 o'clock, uh, continuing with the ongoing stories that are out there um, around coronavirus and COVID-19. Jalen Nye. With the 6.30 Chet Afternoons, Eileen will continue to provide you updates. The National Hockey League at around 11.30 today. Gary Bettman announcing a pause on the 2019-20 uh, season. This after last night, the NBA suspended their season uh, with Rudy Gobert, who has now publicly apologized on Instagram for what has occurred, uh, testing positive, and now another player off the Utah Jazz Significant one. Donovan Mitchell has tested as well. NHL responded, and they've paused the season. Uh, the CHL and the American Hockey League have paused their season. The NCAA Winter Sports Championship, which includes the lucrative uh, March Madness Men's Basketball Championships, canceled. Um, 2020 IIHF U18 Cancelled, according to TSN's Bob McKenzie in a conversation with Rene Fassell. The World Hockey Championships, which take place in May in Switzerland, still up in the air and not looking good. Obviously, all that's concerned there. There you go. This is Oilers Now. I'll get to a couple more texts, but we're going to bring Mark Spector in for the horses and horse racing Alberta. And Mark, um, well... About five to eight days ago, uh, Bill Daly was asked, uh, I think first eight days ago and then five days ago, and they had, uh, they said they had a bunch of different scenarios in considering every possible option with this as it took hold in North America. And uh, suffice to say, uh, it, it, on a day like today, sports is being reinforced as to what is truly important out there in society. Oh, yeah. No, no question. It's firmly in the back seat, Bob. <laughs> uh, you know, and everything else. You know, I was just watching the uh, Winnipeg Jets uh, having a press conference, uh, true, true North in Winnipeg. And, you know, they just canceled. Uh, they had Disney on ice coming into town. And, of course, they were coming from Utah, where they, the show had been previously. And they just canceled, I think, three nights of that. So, you know, I know that uh, I don't know exactly what's what's Live Nation. It, ha- Live Nation has uh, they're going to wrap their events up either today or tomorrow, and then that's it. Any concert that was booked through Live Nation, and they're uh, shutting down. So does that that includes everything at Rogers? Is that you're saying? Well, they Live Nation would be the primary agency to help procure the talent for Rogers Place. Yes, right. Nice. But I don't have I don't have specific detail I, details of the next acts at Rogers Place or anything like that. I'm just letting you know that uh, I mean this is a you know there's a clear and present danger here with the the, the spreading of COVID, which is uh, COVID nineteen, which is very aggressive, as you know, Mark. Well, yeah, and so the point I'm, I'm making here is it's not just I mean all of our it, it would be quicker, Bob, to list the sports that are still playing now across the world. Right, to try to catch up with all the sports that have canceled in the last 24 hours. I mean, everything is stopped. They're still playing in Russia. They're playing their playoffs in the KHL. Yep. They're still playing in Finland. 
and they are still playing the University Cup in Halifax, a uh, which is the Can- Canadian Championships. And I think for for uh, and some people said we've talked too much about university hockey here at times in our show, but the fact is, it's just timing. The timing worked because they were already into it. So the teams are already all, already there. They're going to try to get through it in the next two to three days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what they'll try to do, and we'll see if the CIS can, our U Sport uh, can withstand the inevitable pressure to be, you know, as I mean, we are, uh, they're the last people, one of the last people still playing, and people are going to wonder why. Yeah, uh, and that when you segue to when does league start up again, uh, it will take a great deal of um, courage to be the first league to start up again, right? You know, well, it's going to be hard to be the first league to say we're ready to start playing some games here. Given how closely the NBA, uh, of course, Gary Bettman used to work for the NBA, the NBA and the NHL worked. And, and even, Mark, with the release that came out as they were uh, wrapping up the uh, Board of Governors call, uh, when Gary Bettman put the release out, he basically stated, look, the NHL has been attempting to follow the mandates of health experts, local authorities, while preparing for any possible developments without taking premature or unnecessary measures. However, following last night's news that an NBA player has tested positive for coronavirus, Given that our league shares so many facilities and locker rooms, it now seems likely that some member of the NHL community would test positive at some point. It's no longer appropriate to try to continue to play games at this time. So, I mean, the, the two leagues are kind of interconnected here. You say it's going to take courage. If we are lucky enough to get back up and running for those two leagues, my guess is they're going to do it in concert with one another. Yeah, I would think so because you're opening up, uh, by my count, Bob, there's 11 arenas that are shared right. uh, between the two leagues. And so, you know, just as we would say, well, if the NBA can't play hockey in uh, those 11 arenas, or or basketball in those 11 arenas, how on earth could the NHL look me in the eye and say they could play hockey? And they can't, and they don't, and they won't. Uh, The same is true when they fire up. If, if you know, if one's firing up, then the other feels free to fire up too. So I know this, Bob, over the last few days, there's been a lot of cooperation between the NBA and the NHL. These, These decisions are all sort of being made in concert here and in succession with each other, uh, you will not see those leagues diverge in their plans here. They'll, they'll, they, they went, you know, they went dark together and uh, they'll turn on the lights together as well, for sure, Bobby. How long of a break do you think we're looking at here, Mark? Oh, who knows, right? Now you got to phone, you know, phone your pandemic expert at the University of Alberta, Bob. Uh, that's really that's really what it is. You Brandon, know, are you on that? You got a pandemic ex- expert that we can get hold. Of? <laughs> I'll start digging. Yeah, it's been a it's few years since I've been over there. So it's the doctors that'll make the decision. Like everyone wants them to get playoffs in, and everyone wants it to start, and all. You know, there's lots of revenue hanging out there to be made if they can get this thing going. But if if we're a month and a half from now, and 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 the doctors can't tell you that there's any less risk, then you can't start. You know, you can't. It's, it's clearly, uh, it's, it's just, it's about the doctors now, Bob. It's uh, no matter how much we all want to watch hockey and and play hockey, and and the owners want to make revenues from hockey, uh, they cannot invite people into a situation where people continue to get sick. It's that simple. Yeah, it's uh, it's been quite a. Mark, think about what we were doing. Uh, now I'm trying to remember what day is it today. It's it's Friday. Thursday. It's Thursday. When were we? When were we in Chicago? Uh, last Thursday. Yeah. So we did that event in Chicago on Wednesday, right? And Yeah, right. And then we had the game flew. I mean, I, you flew home Friday. I flew home uh, Thursday night with the team. We got in about 4 in the morning. 
And, uh, you know, like you're doing a fan. I, I mean, did you have any concerns when we were when you were on that last road trip that this would happen a week later? Uh, not, you know, no, that was right about the time. I mean, I know my wife was saying, be careful you're in the States and all those things. But no, I'm not a, I'm not a germaphobe. Yeah. Uh, I certainly must have shaken hands with 30 people that night at that event that we went to, Bob. Yeah. Uh, and then went to a crowded blues bar and had a great time. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, would you think twice about doing that a week later? Yeah, I think you'd think twice about doing that a week later. <laughs> so You still got to live at the end of the day, right? Like, you just well, you you got to take but, every possible precaution, that being said. Yeah, I hope that, like, no one wants to live. I'm, I'm willing not to shake hands with people for a couple months here if it has to be that way. I sure hope I don't have to live the rest of my life that way, Bob. Yeah, no, I'm, you know? yeah, I've, been, I've been kind of on the fist pump route, as you know, for about the sure. last six to eight months. So, yeah, so that's fine. But, uh, no, I mean, we're, you know, this, this thing is because it's such an unknown. We're going to start to find out a few things. Uh, I know that player, teams are not supposed to put players together to practice. Yep. But they're also not, you know, to me, if the players want to practice, uh, then they're, I mean, they're free to practice together if they wish to do so. No one's, there is no law that says Connor McDavid and, and 15 Oilers can't go for a skate together. If that's what they want to do, yeah. uh, I question if that's what they want to do or not. I just, remember the old lockouts, Bob, when certain guys, they'd end the lockout and, and guys like, Keith Kachuk would say, oh, dear, I didn't think we were going to have a season. And they'd show up at camp 30 pounds overweight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember those days? Yeah. Different, gener- think- diff- different generation of players. Different uh, generation of players. And, yeah. again, literally, uh, the situation is completely fluid. I'm just going to read you a, uh, a quote here from Cam Neely, uh, Boston Bruins president. While we're disappointed to have the season put on pause, we respect and support the decision of the NHL, the health of our fans, players, and staff, and all of our associations paramount. And we are hopeful that we can continue the season when it's safe to resume. We will provide uh, Bruins updates when available. And on behalf of the organization, uh, we'd like to uh, wish good health to all. And the Oilers did something similar with Bob Nicholson as well. When we resume the season. Mark, is there, a, is there an end date where they can't resume the season? Uh, well, there's a lot of... I mean, you know, they can rewrite any rule, Bob. To me, to me, one of the most important things is that the, you know, contracts are up on June 31st. So, players are are literally not contracted to play for their current teams. A lot of these guys, right? Riley yeah. Shane has hasn't been resigned yet, right? He's on June 31st. He becomes a free agent. Yes. Now they can they can shift that temporarily with a, an you know a, almost like a codicil to the CBA with the players association they can make a lot of those things happen if they need to but uh and and then we get into a lot of things you know i heard someone say today that the the revenues involved in playoffs are greater and more important to the league than the revenues in playing a full 82 game season next year bob so what that means is they'd get the playoffs in and play 70 games next year if they had to now that's just another pie-in-the-sky idea, just like the points percentage one. Or what Were you just talking about quitting after 68 Well, games? John Shannon, all right, so Frank Cervelli from TSN, who, uh, as you know, uh, is he not the head of the – he has your old roles, the head of the NHL players or uh, – uh, The PHWA, that's yeah, right. PHWA. Yeah, PHWA. He's put out player uh, – or he's put out team percentage points and slotted accordingly. Um, 
as a way to, to deal with this. That, that might, maybe that's the fairest way to deal. John Shannon said stop at 68 games, regular season. So whatever your record was, it's everybody's played 68 games. So just revert back to 68 games for uh, uh, point totals. And then you would have your standings accordingly based on that. Okay. So, I mean, Edmonton's gone 1-1-3 one, one, and three in their last three, and Leon Dreisaitl doesn't have a point. So from an owner-centric position, that wouldn't hurt them if they went 60-68 games. They'd be in a good spot there. Um, I I mean, we're, at this stage, it, it's purely a philosophical discussion, and we're obviously completely at the mercy of how this pandemic plays itself out. Um, but it is an interesting conversation. Now. Like, Obviously, they want to play the playoffs. It's a big deal. So how late could they, like, could you start it in May, the playoffs? I think you could start it in May. Could you get could you get a couple best of fives in for the first two rounds and then go best of seven for the uh, conference final and final? I think you could go. That's that's. There's lots of different options, and I, I wonder how much Gary Bettman will have even, uh, I'm going to assume, based upon what both Brian Burke, Speck, and John Shannon said, that, that Gary would, you know, be six or seven steps down the road on this with, with these sort of ideas. Oh, yeah. Listen, that's, that's what's going on in New York. They're already... You know they they have they'll have it completely planned out. Don't worry about that. Well, well ahead of time. The question to me becomes, Bob, that you have to be, you know, you cannot begin playing hockey until the the most affected state, bingo, has reached a point where you can play hockey there. So yeah, we can clean. You know, we can if if things go well in Canada, if things go well in the New York region, great. But if you you know if there's teams in florida and a team in let's say texas and let's say another team in you know uh pittsburgh that their states aren't letting anybody play what do you do then yeah that's completely fair absolutely you know that's the problem hey and you know mark it's all about perspective i mean the the, the professional athletes get paid they get paid for their services how about those college guys at a building for you know an ncaa but, and I, I I know some of the best NCAA basketball players only play one or two years now, but there are kids that have elected to stay an extra year, and now they don't have a championship to play for because of this pandemic. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's a tough it, one for them too. I think the toughest one for me is all the uh, is is all the people that are working at the arenas, Bob. Right? You know, yep. like just at Edmonton alone, I believe there's like about sixteen hundred part time people yep. working at Rogers, yep. and you know they're losing a lot of hockey. Oil Kings as well. Yep. All the concerts as well. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of households. That's 1,600 households in Edmonton. That you know, I think it's part-time work for a lot of people, and sometimes you know, maybe it's more than 50 percent of the household income. I don't know, but there's a lot of households that are gonna miss that money big time. All right, Spec. Thanks for uh, joining us here on uh, Oilers now again for the horses and horse racing in Alberta. The 7,000 men and women employed in uh, the horse racing industry. Mark, uh, fluid situation. Expect to call tomorrow. Okay. All right, Bob. I think that's Mark Spector uh, from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet. It's 249 in Edmonton. Again, you're listening to extended coverage on a day in which the NHL pauses the 2019-20 schedule. Coming up at uh, 3 o'clock, Jalen Nye. Uh, with 6.30 Chet Afternoons. Uh, of course, Eileen Bell will continue with the updates. I believe they get... Can you check on this for me, Brendan? At 3.30, do, do they have the Alberta Health update taking place at that time? Yeah, can confirm that for okay, sure. Okay, so they'll be carrying that as well. We'll take a quick time out. You're listening to Oilers Now. 
Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Chet. I can honestly say I can't wait to see Mike Smith or Miko Koskinen in goal again for the Edmonton Oilers. I just don't know when it's going to happen. All right, uh, thank you to everybody who listened over the course of the last uh, three hours. Again, coming up here after three o'clock, Gila and I with 6:30 Chet afternoons. We'll have a global news weather traffic update with uh, Eileen Bell. I'd like to thank our guests today, Louis DeBrusque, Sportsnet's Brian Burke, NHL insider John Shannon and Mark Spector. Elliot Friedman and Speck will be amongst our guests tomorrow on a day in which the National Hockey League pauses the 2019-20 season. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.